The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. UFC fans, are you looking to love your hair? I know Matt and I are looking at each other, but we we are indeed. Check out Hair Club. Whether you're experiencing thinning hair, hair loss, or you just want more out of your hair, Hair Club has over 40 years of experience helping people get hair they love. Visit hairclub.com slash fight to schedule your personalized consultation that includes a free hair and scalp analysis. Take the first step in getting the hair you love, Hair Club. But tonight I got the answer. I'm a two division champion, baby! Oh, he's in trouble! Oh, he's in the world's trouble! He is down! Wow. The injection's getting the belt back! Y'all fucking rock! This place is legit! Stipe! Miocic! Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's dangerous. Listen to me, we're at it. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Uh, Matt, Sarah, and I still remotely broadcasting. Uh, Phoenix Carnivale joining us for the whole show. So happy because uh, I will only be here for half of the show because I'm shooting something. Um, and we have Stipe Miocic, who I'm What are you shooting, Jimmy? Myself. What are you shooting? <laughs> Myself. What are you sh- <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then uh, Oh shit. <laughs> I set that up good. I'm sorry to interrupt, Jimmy. That's Let's okay, buddy. We have uh, Stipe Miocic coming. And uh, unfortunately, I'm going to miss Daniel Cormier because uh, he's here at a time when I'm not going to be here. But uh, what we have the, have the main event this Saturday. And uh, I just rewatched the Stipe uh, Cormier, the second fight. What an incredible uh, fight, and uh, I'm really interested to see how both of these guys feel going into this. I am really interested to see what DC does to change up the game plan. You know, he likes to hand fight a lot, which is what left his body open. So I'm expecting a lot more like calf kicks from each fighter. I'm expecting DC to do what he said he's going to do, which is try to wrestle a little bit more. I think we'll get to see a lot more ground from Stipe that we haven't seen before. We know they're both durable, and we know they're both capable of knocking each other out. So this is such a fun rubber match. Hey, I'm happy. Listen, I'm no pussy, okay? He's part of my French. <laughs> but I'm happy I left the game before these damn calf kicks. Oh, Yeah. I left. I got out of the game. My calf's never been kicked. He buckled not, him in the first round with that. He buckled him in the first was, round. Sorry, this is not for the – at home, this is for the guys who are on Fight Pass. 
if I did get kicked in the calf. But Matt's showing off his heel. Oh, for the people listening, I'm showing <laughs> Jimmy and Phoenix oh. my calf. Yes. Okay, guys, let's get back to some MMA talk. Well, we should say that uh, Kutalaba uh, um, Ankalov has been uh, taken off because uh, uh, Kutalaba texted, uh, tested positive for COVID. Yeah, so that has been uh, taken off, unfortunately. But I love the fact that they're doing these tests and they're and they're, uh, you know, they're they're catching it before it gets into the cage. So it seems like it's working. You know, people are going to yeah. test positive. It's part of it. Look at you! You like Clark Kent. Yeah. Oh, man, no, mess, no messing around. Now, how long have you had glasses, Steve? Have you had them for a long time, or is that a new, a new thing? No, I, uh, I got them in November. Uh, I, I needed them. I just was being stubborn. Yeah. And I lost uh, um, Sorry. Everyone keeps texting me. I just lost y'all. Um, uh, I, uh, I needed them. I was just being stubborn. I didn't want to get them. <laughs> and then, uh, and then you know, I had a torn retina, so then I was like, yeah, screw, I'll just get them. And and I, 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 don't, I only read them for just driving and, like, watching TV or reading or anything like that. But I just, I just keep mine just to, like, make it a habit. Yeah, it, it's hard to take it out. You had a torn retina. Um, was, that be, was that from the first fight? Uh, there was a moment, I think, in round uh, – the second fight in a round two where he, he looked like he poked your eye in the, in the first round and it wasn't – Herb didn't see it. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, it doesn't help getting punched too in the face. So, I mean, if I, if I have a little bit of everything. Um, yeah, I, you know, it, it, was, it was a tear. You know, they took care of it. Did a procedure, fixed it, so I'm good. I have no issues. How are you feeling going into this fight? Because uh, in the second fight, he I thought DC, the first three rounds, you did really well in the third round, but DC looked really solid in those first three rounds, and then you just found those body shots. Uh, was that something you had been thinking of earlier, or did you just land one and realize, wow, this is here for me? Well, we, we, think, we thought about it before. I mean, I didn't, great, I didn't start great in that fight. Usually, I'm a faster starter, and I just didn't really start that great. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, you look great, you know, good for him. Um, but you know, it's not how he starts, how he finished. But uh, sure. yeah, we, 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 uh, you know, we've talked about it, and I finally just, you know, I, I threw it earlier in the fight and I hit him, and I just, but I didn't keep with it, and I should have. And then uh, I did it again, and then in the fourth round, and then I did it again after that, and I was like, oh, you know, we got something here. So then I, then I wanted to mix it up, make sure, you know, I don't want to go there too many times with the same technique, you know, because eventually that water is going to run dry. Hey, I'm sorry, Jimmy. No, 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 you go back. No, I was just wondering, Stipe, like people talk about, and DC talks a lot about how he got caught up with the striking and he's a wrestler. It's a skill he's been doing all his life and he'll just go back to the wrestling. But it's, hey man, I seen you grapple and I seen you in your fights, uh, obviously, but I seen you in just straight up jujitsu. You're not an easy guy. To, it's not like you're Anthony Johnson down there. No offense to the rumble, but yeah. it's not like you can be like, you know what? I'm not going to trade hands. I'm just going to take him down this time, work my wrestling. I'm going to work my wrestling. Uh, with a wrestling background, do you find that insulting, man? You're not such an easy guy to just take down and smoke. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm, let me be confident. I'm cool with that. So confident. And are you walking around the same weight as usual? Because I was watching Embedded. I saw you in the pool with your family. It was so cute, by the way. I love Thank that. You. I appreciate and, it. <laughs> uh, dude, you look in such great shape, man. You look in phenomenal shape. Yeah, I feel great. Honestly, yeah. Uh, you know, just one thing, you know, as you get older, you kind of listen to your body more. Um, and I have an amazing wife, man. She cooks me. You know, I have an amazing company that sends me meals, too. But at the same time, sometimes she, she cooks me, you know, she keeps up with it, gives me, uh, you know, good meals to cook for me. And then she makes me these amazing uh, – I hate veggies. Well, I don't hate, hate, hate them. I just don't really eat them a lot as I should. So she makes me, like, you know, a good veggies protein shake, you know. So I'm always drinking those throughout the day. So, she, uh, you know, it's – 
it's been great. You know, I just, I, and listening to my body was one thing too that really, really helped this camp. Every time you talk about camp, Stipe, I love the fact that you always say, we did this and we did that. You always include your whole team and the whole process. How much do you enjoy sort of the, the game planning for a fight camp? I, I you know, it's fun, honestly. Uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's just not me. You know, I, the reason we're there is because everyone, you know, we, we all have, a part of this, you know, uh, I know I go in there, I fight and all that, but at the same time, those guys are my eyes. Those guys are my, you know, the guy, those guys are my captain. You know, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm like one of the, I'm like one of the guys on the, on the deck listening to what they're going to tell me, you know, cause I, it's what I need, you know, other things I'll see that they, they won't see, but if it wasn't for them, you know, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. You know, we're a family, man. And that's what I love about, love about this, you know, this team and everything about it. Now, obviously, DC's changing up his game plan for the fight because of the fact that he abandoned it, which is what got him in trouble. That's what he says, you know, going just straight for the striking. You know now what he's been saying, I'm going to wrestle, I'm going to wrestle. Do you believe that or do you think it's it's just something that he's saying? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll find out. You know, listen, I'm not going to let him do what he wants. You know, I, I did that last fight and, you know, it didn't look good in the first two rounds. <laughs> I was a little slow, but... uh you know, I, I'm going to do what I do. You know, I'm going to go out there and uh, I worked hard. Uh, we had a great game plan. We worked on it. He worked on our weaknesses just as he, he did. And, uh, you know, I'm going to try to exploit his weaknesses and hopefully, you know, you can get better at them. So we'll, we'll see. Um, but uh, listen, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to get that W. I know I will. So if I'm hearing you correctly, that means that you want to control the fight right away. Yes, of course. That's, I try to do every fight, which I, I'm pretty good at, except for that one. That was not, that was not, uh, that was that was a weird fight. I just that was like stuck in quicksand. I just couldn't get out of it. Eventually, I did, but just what was there anything he like, did because I I, he had just, seemed to have an effective uh, leg kick. I and, and he's very so used pissed. to, I guess, closing distance and having guys be longer than him. But he was doing a really effective job of closing a distance. Was there anything he was doing that kind of surprised you a little bit in the first two rounds that that, that helped you get a slower start? No, I just was being an idiot. Honestly, I was letting him get close to me. You know, I can. I was moving. I was just kind of staying there, kind of plotting away and. You know, eventually I started moving again. You know, you, you see as the rounds went on, I started moving more and more. And then by the fourth round, I feel like I was moving a lot. Yeah, you were uh, – I was surprised that uh, – not not that he could have stopped you from throwing that left, but once it landed a couple of times, he, he didn't seem to have any answer for it. Uh, you know, he was they, they were commenting, too, he was fighting with his hands down a lot, which, again, yeah, I'm not going to criticize how DC fights, but I was surprised that he was coming in as aggressively with his hands down uh, as he was. Yeah, I mean, listen, uh, like I said before, you know, when, when you're going for the buy shots, you know, you got you to give a different setup, just like if anything you do with uh, you know, jiu-jitsu or, you know, kickboxing or wrestling, you always got to have a different setup. And, uh, you know, I want to keep doing the same setup because eventually that was going to run dry and you, you could have caught me, so I didn't know when, so that's what I was trying for. Hey, uh, Steve A., when are, you, uh, when are you done with the fire department? Are you, like, one of those, like, a 20, 15, five years left or anything like that? No, that no just... I was trying to get full-time. I know I still am, but – uh. Just right, you know, right now it's been tough because of fighting, you know, and you know, so many, so many obligations and stuff like that. I have to do it. Just it's been tough to get full time, but I, I'm still trying. You know, I still, I still got a couple of years left to get full time, and I, you know, we'll see. I, and, and hopefully everything works out this year, and I can get it full time. But if not, you know, it is what it is. I'm gonna still keep trying. I think personally that you have like because you always had that, and you're so content with that, it helps you out in the cage. It makes you more relaxed. Where it's like. If everything, I'm not that you don't like, you care less, but it's like you're so at peace with having that that it lets you like if shit goes bad that you still got that. I don't know. Am I way off with that? No, no. Well, no. I think I think yeah, I know what you're saying. Like the mindset. I think uh, you know we, we go on a call. You know, the call could be just a simple you know, oh hey, I don't feel good. I take him to the hospital, or it could be you know the shit hits the fan, dude. We don't have, you know we got to figure this out. You know, and we got to bring him back or. 
you know, or someone like broke a leg or, you know, they got a terrible cut, you know, just, you know, it gets a little bit more intense, you know, but you got, but in that situation, you have to stay cool, calm, collective and just, you know, do your thing. Have people recognized you on calls? I mean, it must be crazy if your house is burning and the heavyweight champ walks in uh, to save you. I mean, that, that's got to be jarring for people or pretty awesome. Well, I mean, I wish I was that big of a badass walking without a mask. So, <laughs> oh, okay, right. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah. but no, we we on a, on medical calls. Like, I I've definitely got a lot, you know, a lot more recognized, and especially at the hospital, like you know, people are like, "What's up, champ?" You know, it's it's cool. It's uh, you know, everyone's everyone's so nice though, and they're 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 respectful. But it's it's great. It's got to help with that. That's the one thing that COVID's got to help with, with the celebrities and, you know, big shots like the champ, Steve A walking around. He can go to a mall and not get mobbed like fucking, I was about to say George Clooney, but that's like 10 years ago. I should have thought of more of a yeah, recent. Yeah, Rudolph Valentino. <laughs> <laughs> You're not recognized as much, no? No, I know. Honestly, I, I mean, I, I do get recognized back home, but it's great because like no one ever was respectful. You know, they're not. You know, in your face, they're just like, "What's up, champ?" They'll throw one of those out there, and it's great. Honestly, I love the city I'm from, and I love rapping them because, like, the, we're just hardworking people, man. We just uh, we're, we're we're loyal, man. And you never had the desire to kind of leave, like you know, some guys they get money or they get success, they just want to kind of get out of where they are. But you just you, you seem to just love your life there, and you're fine just doing what you're doing. Yeah, you know, it's not about me; it's about my daughter. You know, to make sure she's taken care of and trying to get full time eventually. You know, pension and benefits and all that stuff. So, God forbid something does happen to me, she'll be taken care of. Do you look at your life possibly, you know, whatever, years from now when you're done fighting, do you look at it as just being a full-time uh, firefighter and working MS or, or is it, do you still want to stay in, in fighting somehow, either, either coaching or, or, or have you thought of that? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to think being involved some with, with mixed martial arts in some way just because uh, I think I'll drive my wife crazy if I'm, if I'm home all day. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think, uh, yeah, I think some way, you know, we got, we got, I'm still going to the guys out that are, that are still training, you know, you know when, once I'm done. So, but they still got a couple more years left with me, so it sucks for them. Yeah, and this will be your third straight time. And what do you think of the rest of the division? I'm sure you focus only on the guy you're fighting, but you, I'm sure you're catching up with the rest of the fights. And you see Ngannou has run through, uh, since that Derek Lewis loss, has looked a lot better. And a lot of guys, if, if this fight goes your way, obviously you're, you're, we're hoping you stick around. Uh, he's a guy that, that may be next in line after. Um, have, you, have you thought of that, or have you seen any improvements in his game? Yeah, I mean, honestly, everyone's got a lot better. The division's getting a lot more thicker, which is great. You know, that's what people want to see. There's a lot more contenders. And I think I think there's always contenders in the heavyweight division. I think it's just it's the heavyweight division, so anything can happen. And you got big dudes with small goals on, man. It don't, it don't matter if you hit it hard or not. I mean, you get caught, you get caught. It's part of the game. Uh, but, yeah, there's a lot of good guys. You know, you know, France looks great. You know, uh, uh, you know I mean, honestly, it's, uh, but right now, like I'm saying, I'm focused on D.C., but whoever's after it, I'm not worried about it. You know, I'll be, I'll be good. It's weird to ask this question, but no one can answer it better than Stipe. It's that this isn't just for the heavyweight title. It's for the unspoken title of who's the greatest heavyweight of all time. That's what everybody keeps talking about. Stipe, do you think it's fair to put DC in that category based off the fact that you have fought way more heavyweights in the UFC division uh, and that is more part of your legacy? Uh, yeah, I mean, I see that. Uh... Yeah, everyone's talking about the GOAT thing. And, like, it's great. You know, honestly, just being in the conversation has been great. It means I'm doing something right. <laughs> um, but, honestly, like, right now, you know, once I take care of business on Saturday and get that W and walk out with the belt, so wrapped in my waist and still, then I don't have to worry about it. Then didn't know what to say. 
That's a great question, though. That that's a really good point. Is is is, is for as amazing as DC is, and the the amazing people he's beat, you have been doing it in the heavyweight division a lot longer. So yeah, maybe, maybe you do have to consider that, Matt. What were you going to ask? You, you, uh, you know, whatever I was going to ask, that fucking thought <laughs> left. But listen, <laughs> oh, speaking of getting that belt around you, uh, uh, and you know what? Stevie's not surprised. He, he's hung around with me. He knows. But <laughs> hey, Stevie, speaking of getting that, speaking of getting that belt around your waist, uh, is it going to be awkward, or are you going to let Dana do it? Oh, Dana do it. Are you going to be? We're good. We're good. We're on good Okay, time. good, good, good. He didn't tell me to ask you that, by the way. No, that's okay. That, was just, that just came to me. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, because that was a, such an awkward moment. Actually, you know what it is? Because I know I'm one of the like not one of the few guys that's like a fighter, but I get along with Dana really well. And I love both guys. So when I but it was nice when you did that. He left now. Oh no. Okay. I'm back. I'm back. Sorry, my phone sucks. <laughs> all right, whatever. We can change the subject. Are you in are you in Vegas now or are you still in Ohio? No, I'm in Vegas. I got here on Monday. Oh, okay. So you went through the first uh, COVID test and did all that stuff? Yeah, yeah. I got quarantined and like good things. And then, uh, yeah, you know, it's just uh, chilling, relaxing, and uh, play a lot of Call of Duty and getting my workouts in. Do you do uh, nose or throat with the, with the thing? Throat. With this COVID. Throat's so much better. Oh, uh, thank so God. Thank God. I, when I went to uh, Abu Dhabi, I, had, like, I got tested like five times in that process. And I did four with the throat, one with the nose. Oh. I did that second one with the nose just to see if it's better. I think Dana said it's better. I think I got punked. Felt like they were, it's fucking, it's weird, man. It feels yeah. like it goes up so far. Uh, yeah. I, I haven't got it yet, so I'm good. I, I, the first one I did was at home was uh, the spit one. That was easy. And then, uh, and then when I got here, they did the throw in, which wasn't that bad. I have a terrible gag reflex as it is, but I, 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 could, I held together, so I was good. With the nose, I get like flashbacks of that scene in Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, yeah. when he has to get that fucking thing out of his brain <laughs> and he puts yeah. it up there and it's coming out. And he's like, oh, ah. that's great. That's great. That's great. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm so excited that I'm yeah. going to be there for this fight because we got Marab fighting. Yeah. So I'll be seeing you there. I'll be there with the big guy, Longo, awesome. who's got hair down to his fucking waist now. Right, man. I feel like, oh my God, he looks, oh, it's crazy. You see him? Yeah. Did you, see, you ever seen Keith too? John's no. coach. Oh, no, yes, I did see Keith. <laughs> Holy I, shit, I man. Him, like, don't leave it. You got to leave that, dude. You look awesome. Yeah, yeah, and you know something, man? I'm, I'm jealous. That's the only thing. I can't do that. We got the Long beard going, though. His... The beard looks good, Matt. You got the beard. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I came on before Phoenix goes, oh, what's Jason Statham doing on? I go, it's me. Steve loves it. All right, Jimmy, let's let him go. He's got a fight coming up. Yeah, listen, good luck on uh, Saturday. And uh, this oh, is the sorry, third dude. fight, obviously, in the trilogy. And uh, is it weird, by the way, before we leave, is it weird fighting the same guy three times in a row? Like, uh, you know, it, 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 I'll let you know on Sunday. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a great question. You haven't fought him yet. So, yeah, I'll talk to you on Sunday. And I, and I got a hard <laughs> Really quick, Stipe, you're in the hotel room this whole time. What are you binging? Are you watching anything special? I like to get turned uh, on to new series. I recommend uh, Vikings, by the way. Oh, I, I, I've heard of that one. That's a good one. Um, no, I don't really watch anything too crazy. Um, my wife, I, I'm kind of mad because I just I started watching my wife, The Boys. Oh, the boys. so good. Yeah, I heard so good. good. I heard the first episode, and I was like, yes, and then I fell asleep like an idiot. And then, uh, What is it? Is it a drama or a documentary? Uh, no, no. No, um, it's, a, it's a superhero yeah, it's, it's, action. Yeah, it's it, it, it's pretty good. So actually. Good. It's uh, yeah, it's it, it's interesting. It's an interesting aspect of how they do that. You know, it's pretty cool. And yeah. uh, what, what's it's another like, one? Uh, what I uh, I'm trying to think. I'm I'm into documentaries, but I watched last couple. I watched like uh, the one from the Wacos, the Waco documentaries. Oh, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good too. Like on Hulu and on. Uh, did you Netflix. see? Did you see the Waco one? Yeah. 
Hey, listen, not for anything. And I, you know, I wasn't there, but holy shit, man, they're making David Koresh look like a fucking rock star. What the fuck is that? <laughs> what is that, man? I mean, I don't no. know. Wasn't he, he was hanging out with, it was, I, no, listen, listen, F that show. Whoever made that thing is an a-hole. <laughs> no, listen, Jimmy. No, at one point, like, they do, like, the scene where the radio announcer's, like, talking into the mic, and he goes, you know, and if you have a problem with him being with a 14-year-old girl, you got a problem with the lore of Texas. You don't have the, you know, what the fuck are you? You're making oh, that okay? Yeah. Why are you throwing yeah, that, that in there? I have daughters. Fucking yeah. weird purrs. Yeah. Whoever made that movie no. go F himself. No, no. Listen, I don't know what sorry, Stephen. No, listen, you're good, you know, you, there's a scene yeah. where they have him in the window of like, like a rock star and he's singing a song from Lost Boys. You ever see that? Um, yeah, yeah. With the, yeah. With, you ever see the one with Lost Boys with the guy with the saxophone? Yeah, he's yeah. built like Steve Bay with long hair. <laughs> you know what I mean? Steve Bay knows that's, what I'm talking about. I, think, I, I still was, believe. I video of that. It's, it's like someone made a video of, it, of a guy staring at him and he's playing the saxophone. It's, it's great. I'll send it to you. <laughs> yes, you got to see it, Jimmy. It's fucking great. Wait, and what's fun. the movie about David Koresh? What's the David Koresh movie? Oh, uh, it's called Waco. There's a couple of oh. them. The one, the one, uh, the one on Netflix is it's actually like a, it's like it's a series, it's like kind of a documentary series, but they play like you know characters and stuff like that. Like the one guy, um, oh god, what's his name? Plays in it. Um, the one who was um, Corell from Super, from the one who was the villain in uh, the one who was Zod in um, in a fucking um, Superman two. Superman, yeah, Superman. Yeah. no, yeah, the first Superman, no, no. Neil yeah. before yeah, 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 yeah. Zod. Yeah, he's in a, he's a. Yeah, he, um, and then uh, what's the other guy's name? Oh my god, he's a shorter I, guy. I to, oh god, it's gonna bother me. I know, I can't oh, John Leguizamo. Leguizamo. Yeah. Le Leguizamo. Leguizamo. Yeah. Leguizamo. Yeah. Leguizamo. What's he gonna just say? Yeah, <laughs> but Steve, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's fucked up what they did in that movie, man. I'm not listening, I don't know how the government was, maybe they were shitty in that, but holy shit, they made this guy a rock star. Yeah, it's like, fuck. He was well, I, mean, very, I know it's a documentary too, so it's, it's like half the stuff you really know about, you know. Yeah, you don't really know everything, but, crazy, it's, but it was still good. Like I did, you know, some of the stuff you kind of like, oh, but like in general, just uh, over how they put it out was pretty good. Like the one on Hulu, I think is really good actually. That's like a real documentary. It was Hulu or it was Amazon, one of the two. Yeah, I gotta get that. Oh, movie. there's two things on uh, on Waco on, on yeah, Crash. Yeah, the one on and Netflix, I'm pretty sure is a uh, it's a it's a doc series, and then uh, uh, I think the one on Hulu is like actually a documentary. If you watch stuff with the wife, like I do, uh, you guys are watching the boys. Watch, uh, get into Vikings because okay. they got this. It gives a strong female character, the wife, uh, Lagatha. Yeah, and she, my wife. Love anybody girl that watches it, like, oh my god, she's the, she, they love her. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's yeah. such a good show. You you, you know? Yeah, it's so no. good. I'm excited. No, yeah, for sure. I'm definitely. I'm, yeah, we usually do something like that. It's usually usually something on Netflix or it's like Housewives of New York or. Yeah, <laughs> you get roped into that. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's the worst. You know, then I get into it, and I'm like, God dang it! Why would she do that? You know, like, oh, it's so bad. <laughs> I used to do that with the thing back in the day with the Jersey Housewives. It's right? Oh yeah, dude. Oh, I love, that's yeah. one of my. It's actually one of my favorite ones of those. It's Jersey's. The it's best is when the like oh the crazy. The, the best is when the two Guidos got into the fight, and it was the and they're both big meatheads. Yeah, yeah, and. It was the, I mean, oh my, well, one of them, he was like biting his hand and they, they yeah. were like, it was the worst. Yeah. It was exactly what you probably think yeah. it would be with yeah. two meatheads fighting. And it was just, oh. yeah, it was, that was it. The guy's, name was, was, guy's like, name was Joe and the last guy's yeah. name was, uh, I think they both were Joe. Yeah, right? they probably was, <laughs> yeah. But, I, uh, oh, fuck. but that's my favorite one because they, they don't, they don't hold back. They go, they get after each other. 
And then afterwards, the guy goes, yo, what is this black stuff I have all over me, man? What is this shit? So when he was fighting the guy, the other guy had like shit in his head to make it darker. <laughs> so he had a fucking <laughs> shit all over him. <laughs> fucking guidos. I love it. Oh. <laughs> it's fucking funny. All right. All right, Jim. Good talking to you, Stipe, as always. <laughs> no, thanks, guys. I appreciate having me on. I'll, I'll talk to you guys later. All right, buddy. Have a great fight Saturday. Take care, man. All right, guys, uh, are you looking to love your hair? Well, look, check out Hair Club. Whether you're experiencing thinning hair, hair loss, Matt and I are checking both boxes, or just wanting more out of your hair, Hair Club has over 40 years of experience helping people get the hair they love. You're looking to regrow, replace, or restore your hair? Hair Club has over 120 locations and over 1,000 hair health professionals and stylists ready to help you get the look you deserve. And you might be going, well, how do we get a hold of them, Jim? How about this? Give Hair Club a call at 800 800- 831-1289 or visit hairclub.com slash fight to schedule your personalized consultation. That includes a free hair and scalp analysis. Take the first steps in getting the hair you love. What are you waiting for? Do it. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. I got news. I don't want to let it out yet, though. So it's, it's, it's. What? Listen, I got You can't, you can't tease us with I got to look at the text I got from him before I can let it out because he wants it to debut on this show. I got a text today. I got a text today from. From Dana. It's a raise for us. Just say it. Then people will be happy for us. Oh, I I don't, I can't, I don't know. I just know that Mm -hmm. I'm trying to see where he's world premiere on UFC Unfilled, and then we'll talk about Colby's bitch ass. That gives you a hint. Oh, okay. So oh, is it is it is it pre- cemented that we're talking Tyron about? Woodley? Well, me, yes. It's it is. I, I can't. I have to let the cat out of the bag. Tyron yes. Woodley, right? Yeah. I yeah. got a I got an amazing text from him this morning, and what I really like about it is just to give you a. I, I, I'm not gonna play nothing. I can't. I can't without his permission. But he asked me maybe to to. It might be something fun in the future with with this certain song that's coming out. That he sings. Are you? And I am falling in love track. with it. I'm not falling. I, I can't fall out of love with this song. I am in love with this song. You're in and out. You're just in and out of love. I'm with in and out of love. But listen to me. It's I, I can't even explain it. I love it. And I'm listen. Listen. He sent me this song. I'm not gonna lie to you. He sent me the single he came out with. He started with just fucking around with that song. It was only just a a little thing that he was just doing what what they would call a riff, Jimmy. That's what yeah. the, he was going like a little, you know what I mean, Phoenix? Sure. So you waiting. have this track and you won't so he play it. He sent it to me, you know, but then listen, I, I listened to my car and I freaking love it. I got to tell him he's got to come out with a little bit of a clean version though. Because okay, it's yeah. such a good oh, book. Salty, it's huh? such a yeah. good, it's, and then, that's, and then all of a sudden, it's, you know, you're making a girl bust a thing and this, it's just, it gets nutty. Well, you got to have a clean version. It's a good like, choice of words. It's like, There's you know a song I mean? called, he's, he's, you know, He's he's pleasing his girlfriend, and then they're falling back in love. So, but but he's getting into detail that I'm not going to say it now. 
Well, you got to have a clean version. Like, as much as I dislike I'm going to tell him. I don't want to sound like that pussy friend of his, though. I'm going to listen, Tyron. I think you should come out with a clean version because it's so catchy. And you can't talk about, you know, doing what you could. You could be a little bit more romantic with the stuff in the bedroom. You know what I mean? You also cannot have... Uh, the the YouTube who, version can't be that big. Like, who, who might just, critique him though? Well, mm-hmm. you, the the song that uh, what's her name Cardi B came out with, which I don't like, by the way, wet ass it? pussy, wet ass pussy. But there's a YouTube video. It's wet and gushy, just because they want to be able to get the hits. Right, um, I find right. both both versions How's are it go? awful. Wet and gushy. Yeah. Wet and gushy. How's it go? No, probably, probably uh, wet, exactly like that. Probably. Wet and gushy. Wet. I don't care for either <laughs> version. Like, probably exactly, exactly like that. That's You're a right. shot at me. I, I don't care for either version, but I'm just saying that they oh, have man. to be able to, I'm, you know, you have to be able to put it on YouTube. I don't like it. Like, let's be sensual or sexy. It's just so like, girl, I just want to take you from behind. You're like, okay, you know, yeah. like say yeah, it in, got, a, in a I'm different gonna, way. It's just I, not a. Yeah. I like this song that he, that he sent me, and in the first couple of I'm like, oh, man, this is great. Then it got into some graphics. So I'm like, yeah, why, what? Can't play this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, blast it out of my thing. But uh, no, I will. Listen, all I know is I got a new song. I'm going to be singing the song soon. We're going to have him on soon to talk about his upcoming fight with Colby. It is signed, right? I hope Not so. confirmed yet. Oh, all right. Which is so like, uh, no, man. Fight fan. I hear you. But, uh, and by the way, let's send out some nice uh, well-wishing to Jeff Neal, uh, who is out against Neil Magny, and Robbie Lawler is filling in. Uh, Jeff Neal, I guess, was uh, septic. He had an infection of some sort. They said his heart yeah. was failing, and he was in intensive care. We love Jeff Neal um, from Dallas, so he's recovering mm-hmm. down there in Dallas. Hopefully, they said he's getting better, though, so hopefully whatever it is is fixed. Uh, he's such a nice guy, and he's such a – uh, an incredible uh, fighter, and, and he has a yeah. long future in the UFC. So I, I, it was a lower it. respiratory, lower respiratory infection, and they said like caused by staff. So I never staff, realized yeah. like a staff could give you a lower respiratory infection. So like his lungs and and everything, and then he went septic. He was in he was in intensive care for like seven days. Yeah, almost died. He almost Dude. died. Yeah. It's it's crazy. It's Who else had? Uh, I guess a, a lot of guys get those uh, staff infections in the gym. Um, who had one that, uh, uh, oh, my God, when he fought Ferguson, he had it. Uh, Kevin, oh, um, Kevin I know. Lee. T- Kevin, Kevin Lee. Lee. Kevin Lee. Kevin Lee, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, he had his chest. Hey, man, you got to be like, I mean, it happens with what we do. But it yeah. just reminds me now, like one of my black belts, Brian Trotter, he, he had a thing in his leg. He had to get rushed there, staff. I mean, but you know what it is now? These guys aren't training and there's nothing open. They, they put mats down in the fucking park. And it's like, yeah. that might be cool and feel like really cool and everything, but then where's the fucking nearest shower? What are you doing? You're going to go drive home like it from Queens now? I mean, I, yeah. listen, I love my dudes. I, I want them to train. I know if I was a young kid, I'd probably be doing the same exact shit, but you know, uh, like it, it's nasty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you should shower after you fucking train. You shouldn't you should, just right? nasty. Well, I mean, fuck, it's kind of, it's, you, it's common sense, man. You're nasty as shit. You got guys sweat all over you. you there's some guys not shower though. Are there guys that just yeah? Go there's home? guys that just change and leave. And I tell everybody, oh man, you, I got I put showers in for a reason, man. Yeah. And I did you it know, in my my place. I put it where they could get out of the shower and there's still a door there, like so they don't got to sit there with, like a bunch of swinging D's. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but you know what? It also is too. You know the gym environment. 
you train with everybody and then you sit against the cage and you crack up and you tell jokes. You're sitting stewing in your own sweat for like a good hour after you finish training. And that's part of it too. Yeah. But I mean, you know, listen, staff happens anyway. Listen (laughs) guys, but Jimmy, Jimmy, come Jimmy, come on. (laughs) All right. Now, now, since I will not be here for corn, please tell DC I say hello. And there's nothing worse than some asshole telling other people to tell someone he said hi, but I really do love Cormier and I hate that I'm not talking to him. Um, Let's go with the, uh, let's start with uh, Dodson Marab. Well, Listen, I don't want to. I don't want to have the. Sure. I didn't. You know, I don't want to cut the line and start this off. But uh, I am going to, and I'm choosing Marab. I'll tell you how after the fight. Here's but I'm picking Marab. Marab Dualishvili. I'm going to take Marab over Dodson by decision. I think Dodson is is also tremendously fast. Uh, he's very durable. He has great cardio. Um, so I definitely think he can do three rounds. I'm going to take Marab by decision. I say Marab by second round submission. Mm-hmm. Okay, Herbert Burns against Daniel uh, Pineda, uh, who's returning to the UFC. His last two fights, this is interesting about Pineda, uh, were both no contests. I don't know if I've seen a guy have two no contests in a row. Um, but he, he fought, uh, who was it? Overturned, overturned. Mike Brown, wow. who, who did he fight? Well, he's, he's tested positive for a banned substance. Yes. Both I'm not sure if it was marijuana, right? They were both overturned. Yeah. Um, so that, that was for, um, I don't know, that was in 2019. So this is his first fight back. I remember him from the LFA. He was the LFA featherweight champ and a really tough guy. Just not, not an easy fight for anybody. Third round yeah. submission, Herbert Burns. I am going to go. Hmm. I mean, Herbert's a beast, bro. I mean, um, listen, he's a beast. And, and, and the dude, what he did with Evan Dunham, yeah. submission, get a sub at him in the first round. You know, it's not a, he, he's a beast. And, and he looks very comfortable in there for a guy with such few fights in there. Herbert Burns. Second round submission. I think a guy like Pineda, because he's a veteran, a lot of times these guys can weather a storm uh, of a younger fighter. Uh, but I, I don't think it goes the distance. I'll, I'll take Herbert Burns' second round submission. Uh, but I think that Pineda, again, with uh, you know, 39 professional fights, knows enough about a, a guy who's young and hot and, and dangerous to, to, to keep himself safe for, for a round. Uh, all right. Uh, Rosenstrike, JDS. Rosenstrike is coming off that devastating loss to... In Ganu and uh, JDS is coming off a couple of losses as well. Uh, I believe it's two losses. Let me see. Phoenix, did you pick Herbert or Daniel? Oh, I'm sorry, Phoenix. Yeah, who'd you pick? Throw it in. We want, I want I'm, your opinion. I'm going to say Pineda by decision. Oh, I know because I thought you, that, that's yeah, interesting. Yeah, okay. You said you have some knowledge of him from the LFA. I remember him from the LFA. I just he's extremely you're saying by decision. Terrible. I'll tell you, Phoenix, yeah. you know your stuff too. She does, and you're saying really interesting. You think that this veteran. Is gonna is gonna do basically is gonna know how to handle a younger guy who like everything that that Burns is gonna throw at him. Pineda has seen already by someone. Yeah, he's just got to stay calm. That's the that's the the objective. You got to stay calm when somebody comes at you like that. Yeah, tell that to Herbert. Not easy to do. Herbert's coming. He's bringing (laughs) hell with him. Okay, on to the JDS fight. JDS. Who just handed someone their first loss? Who we just we just saw that, and I. Talked about it before. It was a veteran. Somebody uh, just uh, 
and I, my memory is so bad, but I think it was on the last card. It was it was a young fighter uh, who was looking really, really good and, and took his first loss. I want to say he was 11-0. I'm remembering all that stuff, but not the fighter's name, uh, against a, a veteran guy who'd been there. Um, I can't remember why I'm saying it. it gives a shit. <laughs> no, I'm thinking, I'm thinking of the fight the other night when the guy was 6-0 and... Uh, Oh, you might be. Oh, I know who you're thinking about. You're thinking about uh, Shabazian. The guy, Derek Brunson. Edwin, him that's right. Yeah. Brunson, uh, uh, Shabazian, yes. Shabazian, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, that's yeah. right. Yeah, he was undefeated. And, and Brunson, uh, being a veteran, was able to press him up against the cage, make him tired, take him deep. Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, that Derek was Derek Brunson. I love One Brunson. of the best post-fight interviews ever, too. Brunson's talking about that fight with Shabazian, where he's basically saying that, He's like, oh, you stopped the height train. He's like, yeah, you know, he's he's a tough guy, but I really just stopped him in this moment. But he's going to come back even stronger. It was like a really respectful sure. and uh, a level-headed way to explain what went down in that fight. And when it, when somebody gets overhyped in the beginning of their career, he's like, I don't think he was overhyped. I just think I was the better man, you know, in this night. Yeah, yeah. listen, man. You know, yeah. you know, you know, he he he's been around. He's been around the world. He's been around. Phoenix, come on. He's been around the world. Yes? I, anyway, I, guys, let's get to that. By the way, you, because saying you stopped a hype train yes. almost takes away from the win. It's like, no, Brunson beat a really good fighter. Um, exactly. Brunson was just smarter that fight. He's a smarter fighter. He's been there. He, you know, again, you look at who he's fought. Uh, again, I, I still say he beat Anderson Silva. Uh, you know, uh, fucking... Uh, Lost to Adesanya, but he's fought some great fighters. I mean, you know, Brunson has uh, has fought some tremendous fighters, so he's seen everything that Shabazzian was going to throw at him, and he just he was smarter. He knew what he was doing. Yeah, man. We what we were just talking about. What? Go ahead, Matt. Well, go ahead, Matt. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say something very important. Jimmy, what are you filming? What do you got to go? What's that? I'm filming for uh, Sirius XM. I'm doing promo. No, why are you? No, Jimmy. I'm lying. Jimmy, I know you're so silly. I just like the. I miss you, Jimmy. I was like, I'm doing an adult you. film by myself. Yes, yes. <laughs> Way right. too excited for that. JDS, talk to me now. He's coming off two losses. I would say Rosen yeah. strikes very dangerous coming off that devastating loss to Ngannou. But Junior's coming off of two losses, and Junior again. Junior has been uh put to sleep before though like you know what i mean yeah. i guess because he likes to stand there and throw so you know there are guys that get to him the last two fights buddy yeah and, and before then even too and you look at uh you know stipe and uh over you know he's had some but he's also he has the ability to do it too you know he's he fucking tko Derek lewis tied to avasa uh you know uh even off a uh, decision rothwell decision it's really hard to to bet against junior this is a very tough fight to pick um it's not great going versus striker like Rosenstrike. Yeah. And uh, you're coming off two, you know, right. KOs and stuff, stoppages from strikes. It's a very, and, and you know what's, you know what's, it's really telling. And, and it's, it's like, I, I admire it. I don't think JDS is going to be gun shy, but, you know, sometimes, and I'm not saying he's got a, his chin is lacking because he's, I mean, look who he's got put down by, you know. Uh, and, and he was probably expecting Curtis Blades to shoot on him, you know, and then Curtis started right. dropping those soup bones. Um, and then Francis is Francis. Francis, sure. So he probably still trusts in his chin, but when you do get put out, especially more than once, your brain yeah. has a way of protecting yourself, itself, like your body. And it's saying, oh, I'm hit. Let me just 
going yeah. to sleep mode. So I'm not saying he's there yet, like where Chuck Liddell got to, where he right. used to have, like, you hit him in a room with a bat and he'd come right. after you. And then he'd see, you know, a stroke. And Rich wind. Franklin is not, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm getting, I don't mean a strong wind. I love Chuck. That, that came out wrong. No, you, I know what you're saying. But, you know, his, no, chin, he, his yeah. chin got weathered. Yeah. But uh, what I'm going to say is, I love JDS, but I, I think uh, I think Rose's strike second round TKO. KO. Oh, knockout. Okay, it's gonna, he's going to find his mark because they're banging, man. Yeah. They're banging. I say that uh, you know when you look at who Rose and Strike has <clears throat> fought, the Overeem fight he won, but he was clearly losing that fight. Overeem. Uh, again, Overeem's knees and, 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 and kicking abilities is a lot different than the way Junior fights. So his, his legs are, I think, a bigger factor. But Overeem was winning that fight in the fifth round, and literally it, it was a terrible stoppage. And I, and I thought that uh, I thought Overeem won that fight. And then Francis. So I, I think that Rosenstrike is coming off of two performances that haven't been as good. Again, he's still very dangerous, and you're right about Junior. I'm taking Dos Santos. I think Dos Santos. Um, is, is going to find a way to, uh, to outbox him um, and stay away from him. And I'm going to take uh, – how am I going to take it? Fuck. Fuck. Take it. <laughs> take it. Take it like a man. I see him. You know what? I'm going to take Junior in the second round. Yeah? Junior in the second round. Yeah. Interesting. I, I, not that I don't think Rosenstrike – but again, you, you, how does that affect him? How does what Francis just did affect – Rosenstrike. He got it once, you know, and the other, you know, the other one's coming off too. I mean, and coming off of a coming off a loss like Francis, do you underestimate Junior? Do guys come fighting Francis? Go, oh, this is Junior Dos Santos. He's been. I, I don't know. I mean, you hope not for his sake. The fact that my hands are open like this is irritating. I apologize to everyone who has to see it. Um, I, I would. So I'm taking. I'm taking. Fuck it, Junior in the second round. What do you got, Phoenix? Oh man, I'm I'm going with Rosenstruck for this one, and I feel extremely guilty saying that because I'm such a JDS fan, especially because of his boxing and his striking. But I just kind of see uh, Jarzinho just really trying to. I think he's really going to try to go for a finish. I think he has a lot to prove, um, and I think that he's he looks like he's training extremely hard for this fight, sure. and he might have figured after a while when you watch a guy. Ever, all fighters become predictable at some point, sure. and it's it's a strong possibility that he has the answers to JDS. So I'm going to say uh, third third round stoppage. Mm. Oh, and can I just add before we talk about uh, Sean O'Malley and uh, the Sugar Show and mm-hmm. Marlon Farah that uh, I noticed when we're talking about the boys, which is with Stipe, which he likes so far. And we know, Phoenix, that that's about the superheroes, that it's basically if the Justice League was a bunch of assholes. Yes. Yes. And that pretty much sums it up. But I notice our good friend Jimmy didn't give him any shit about with superheroes and stuff, and yet he looks at me like a man-child. I'll be honest. Here's why. Why, Um, Jimmy? Because he's the heavyweight champion, and he (laughs) frightens me. You just have more respect, so I don't No, his, his, his thing was cutting in and out. His, his, his Skype started cutting in and out, so I didn't want to... Plus, he's fighting. I don't want to I don't wanna annoy Stipe because he's... I mean, look, the last time I said hello to Stipe, backstage before the Cormier-Stipe match, the first fight, I had to piss. So I ran back, and I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm just hanging back, and I see Stipe getting ready to do his walkout, 
And he goes, uh, he goes, hey, Norton. And I'm like, hey, man. And he goes, go ahead, go. Like, I didn't want to walk out. And I feel like I jinxed him. So I feel incredibly guilty with Stipe. So I'll you're, never apologize anything. I feel like I was a jinx. I your jinxed little him. dark fucking soul energy. You're, you sucked the, 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 the good energy out of him. When you I disagree. Him. That's not why. You no. walked past him and it's, you put no. the little fucking voodoo curse on him, you little No, creep. I think what happened, what happened was... I think that he likes me and he was in the cage probably thinking, I'm so happy I saw Norton. I wonder how he's doing. And it might've distracted him just for a moment. I think that's what it was. I think it was done for the right reasons. It was joy. Um, oh, all right, let's go to uh, Marlon Vera <laughs> against uh, Sean O'Malley. This is a great fight. Yeah. Um, uh, I enjoy the sugar show. I yeah, really me do. Too, me too. You know, I just uh, watched his last fight with Wyland again. Yeah. Man, those those punches, man, he does they're so ag he's so accurate. So accurate, yeah. He does he does different stuff in there, you know? And uh I'll tell you though, I've been watching the uh the countdown special and I, I do like for Marlon Vera, I do like knowing that he's working with uh Jason Perillo. Jason Perillo is an underrated trainer. He was yeah. Michael Bisping's main striking coach. Totally agree. BJ Penn back in the day, but uh, he's a no nonsense guy. He he knows his craft, you know. He knows how to train guys, and uh, it's a it's like a gritty trainer with a gritty fighter. So I I think this is gonna be a dog fight. This yeah. is gonna be different. This is gonna be the definitely. You know, I thought I thought, but hey, listen, I thought Wyland was gonna be a more of a dog fight. Wyland's a crafty veteran, but that shows, but but. Having seen that, he's working with Jason Perillo. I think this one's going to go to the distance. But uh, mm. it it's hard for me to pick against Sugar Sean. Cause sure, he's, he's looked so, so great. Of course. He's so great. I think he's doing everything right. He's on Twitch playing video games when he's not doing <laughs> that. Sure. You know, got a couple of the same habits. I'm going to go with Sugar Sean by, by decision, believe it or not. You know what, Matt? I'm going what, to agree Jimmy? with you. I'm going to agree with you. Yay, Jimmy! I I, I think that uh, you know Marlon Vera is again. He's a really smart fighter. I, I'm going to go with, with decision as well. I think that uh, I do think Shane's going to win. Um, you know, I, I don't I don't know if it's going to be you know uh, win all three rounds, but I do think he's going to win the fight, and I think it'll be a decision. Yeah, I think Shane. I think Shane. I think he wins because of his unpredictability, but I don't think Vera is very easy to take out. I think Vera is definitely going to try to knock him out because that's what he likes to do. The guy generally would be undefeated because that last fight, most people think he got robbed. Yeah. You know, so he would be undefeated at this point. And I like, he is Good going point. under the radar a little bit. The uh, Song Yudong fight, lots of people thought that he got robbed in that fight and then he won yeah. that fight. And so he's not going to be looking he's not going to be looking to go to the judges at all, which means he might come out, you know, guns blazing. And if it wasn't for Perillo being, you know, such a tactician, I might be like, Oh yeah, you know, maybe Sugar's got this by, you know, yeah. by knockout, but I don't know. I just think this is, I think the reason people are excited about this fight is valid. It's going to be one of those like nail biting, what the hell is going to happen. And the unpredictability is what is going to be in Sugar's favor for this. You know what I'm saying? Sugar Show. All right. All right. Hey, yeah. listen, guys. Now, you know what we came to now. Main event. Ready? Now, do you do the picks before you talk to DC? Roll. 
Do you do yes. the pitch before you talk to DC? Fuck yeah. We're just not going to tell him what we said. Where do you see how he feels? Uh, you know, maybe he does the interview <laughs> and all of a sudden you change the way you feel. I don't know how I feel, to be honest. I'm on the fence with this one. Very tough. <laughs> DC I mean, looked so good in that first fight. In the first few rounds, he was way ahead on significant strikes, especially in the first round where he had Stipe on the ground the whole time. That's really, really. But Stipe seems motivated. He knows what he did wrong. And Stipe. Yeah. Now, and will DC be able to close the distance like that again? Will he be able, that whole glove grabbing thing where he just kind of comes in with that, with that jet. He's so, he's so good at closing the distance. Will he be able to do that again? No. Or will he go to wrestle? I, I don't know. Ooh, or is he going to land a big overhand and, and, and sure. you know, I mean, he could, the thing is, Stipe does take some punish, to take some oh, punches. To give, he'll take one to give one, you know, he'll yeah. take and two he to give one. can take one, yeah. 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 Yeah, you, yeah, well, you can't take one till you, till you don't take one. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, so far he's proven himself as big, but then again, so is DC. I mean, yeah, we I mean, got DC the, hit with a cement we, truck. We got right. the cage as a factor in this too, which I'd love to know what DC thinks about it as well. Being in the smaller cage. You know, wh wh how does that affect each person's strategy? You know, Matt, as martial artists, you deal with whatever the circumstances of your space is, right? But you also strategize. Yeah. So it's it's like, I mean, it's part of what makes this fight fun. You know, it's <sighs> Jones is the only one that really make uh, John Jones is the only one that really make DC really look like vulnerable in there. Like besides the, the fight with DC, right. the most recent yeah. fight with Stipe, but you look at some of the, I mean, well, both of them though. I mean, look how many, we just talked about yeah. how many people, uh, uh, Stipe knocked out. It's a who's who of uh, great heavyweights. It's crazy. You know, but, people but, knocked but out. you also look at Daniel's record and, you know, beating guys like, like, uh, Josh Barnett and stuff like that. I mean, that's not, I mean, shit, he's, he's, he's taking on, I mean, at heavyweight, he's a, uh, you know, uh, he only had that one loss to, to Stipe. I'm just talking in circles. I, that's what I'm saying. It's a hard one. But, yeah. but, fuck, man. I don't know, man. I'm going. You guys go Stipe, first. Stipe, third round stoppage. And here's why I think that. I just think it's only four years between them, but I'm taking into account the fact that DC is 41. Not that he's over the hill. Not that he can't fight. Of course he can. Um, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that into account. I, mean, I really don't know how else to pick it. I mean, because I wouldn't be shocked if DC won either. It, it's, it, this is a really, really hard fight to pick. Uh, but the first fight, I mean, DC caught him. Anybody can get caught. But then he looked great in three rounds. I just don't see Stipe having that bad first round in the first fight, three rounds that he lost, and then finally lose, winning that fourth. I don't see Stipe having more rounds that he's losing. Uh, does that make any sense? I think he wins in the third. I'm talking in circles. <laughs> I don't want to pick against DC. I, it's rough. I, I listen. There very well might be a stoppage, but I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Stipe by decision. Okay. Because I think uh, I, I don't know. I'm looking at him. The guy looks in phenomenal shape. I. But could Daniel? Could he? A lot's gonna be. A lot's going to be determined. I feel in this opening round. I want to see if 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 he's, if he's able to to get Stipe down. Is he able to control him? I don't know. He did. He went for a takedown in the other fight. It's not like he wasn't going for takedowns. First out of the first and round, then, he held him down for most yeah. of the round. But it yeah, that's true. No, I mean damage, but not enough. Yeah, but over a course, of, mm, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe DC decision. Fuck, 
Phoenix, who do you think? And then I'm going to go. Oh, this is so hard. Yeah. Right? Like, because I, I play the scenario all the time in my head, right? And I'm like, okay, if it goes to the ground, can he, can DC submit Stipe? Maybe not, I don't, right? I don't believe so. And then also, do you think DC, DC can hold Stipe down? Maybe, right? Maybe he can hold him down for a long enough time and ground and pound him. But maybe not, because you, we know Stipe, he took, he took Stipe down. We saw that. Slammed it down on the mat. That was freaking nuts. Everybody went crazy when that happened. But they got but back. They got back up. But my my heart, as a tremendous DC fan, cannot verbally say that DC is going to lose unless it's the John Jones. I can't let it come out of my mouth. Oh, and I shit. don't want DC to retire on a loss. So what I'm saying to you right now is I'm not giving you a good analyst opinion i'm giving you a fan's opinion sure. well this is a podcast we're, we're laid back we like yeah, to just, just give an opinions i mean what do you think what do you, do you think wins oh i don't want to answer this you have to though all right why do i have to because jimmy's so busy he's gotta get out of here yeah i have to leave but also we you know it's not, it's not <laughs> about picking who you like more it's really just you know it's, it's a fight it's, it's it's a guess of who's gonna win a fight i mean those guys have their picks i mean if you ask dc who's he gonna who's gonna win he's got a pick you know, it's funny. Pick. It is true, though, because he, he does he does work behind the desk, so he knows. You know what I mean? Anything, anything can like. happen. Anything can happen. Really? In mixed martial arts? Anything can Sorry. happen. I say it's, DC because I'm a loser who can't make a decision. All right. <laughs> all right. She, she likes DC better. That's what it means. Okay. I'll find He could definitely beat him. I mean, it's not, it's not a, I don't hear that and go, what are you talking about? It obviously could happen. Because, because DC was winning both of those fights until he got knocked out. Yeah, he was. You and know? He, and he, maybe if he was wrestling, he would have won. You're right. But he's 41. So this is, this is, this is a nail-biting, I hate this question. I don't think Stipe <laughs> makes that mistake again. That's kind of why. This, this is, is what I'm doing. I don't either. Listen, it's weird, man, because I like Stipe. I'm, I'm, so, I'm cool. I'm really cool with both of them. But this is what I'm going to say. I will, I'm going to flip now. I'm flipping. I'm going to say DC by decision because I feel he's putting, I feel Steve is going to be fighting again, you know, after this, I think he's putting every, all he wants to go off into the sunset on a win. He's putting all his eggs in one basket. He's, he's going to learn from that loss. Like you said, Phoenix, he was doing very well in that second fight. And, you know, and then, then Steve, you know, just beautifully, switched it up by started going to the body and made that correction, which shows what kind of champion he is. And Absolutely. But, uh, I will say that he's going to, he's going to, he's going to be uh he's going to gut out a, a decision, but with the grappling and not, I don't think he's gonna be able to finish Stipe, but just maybe you could even win on control take, him. We're not take control. To, right. Okay. Kinda, he, what he had, listen, what I feel he has to do, not has to, because he does have the ability to hurt him with the hands. He has to almost fight Stipe the way Stipe fought. In Ganu. Yeah. Yes. That's what I feel he has to do. I feel okay. if he does that, it could be a grinding fight and he could even hurt him in the process with the punches. However, keeping Stipe against the cage like that, the way he did uh, Francis, Stipe is much more equipped to get off the cage yes, against DC than Francis was to get off the cage against Ngannou, uh, against Stipe. I mean, and Francis didn't see it coming. 
Francis had only been knocking people out. There was, you know, he literally was doing nothing but first round knockouts. And then here's this fucking wrestling animal from Ohio that presses you up against the cage. And I, I think that he just didn't see it coming and he wasn't equipped experientially to deal with it. However, Stipe, there's nothing he hasn't seen. Not that DC isn't capable of doing that, but not for five right. rounds he's not. And it's not going to throw Stipe off. He's not going to be confused by that or gassed by that. He's going to know how to do to deal with that. I just can't. I can't wait to talk to DC though. Yeah, because he's so honest. You know. Yeah. 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 We, every time a fighter gives us an interview, they're they're not telling us a hundred percent because you can't. You know, you can't. That's until after it happens, and you say, "Was that the original game plan?" And then they'll tell you as much as they want. Yeah. But he'll at least be clear enough to tell you what he understands or doesn't understand, and what he's going to change. Yeah, 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 he will. And he looked, he looked great. Those leg kicks, I mean, he, he had buckled these, uh, sorry, Stipe, in the first round of that fight, there was, a, I think it was a kick to Stipe's left leg, I think his lead leg, and he buckled it. I and mean, he was doing great with his leg kicks. But the way yeah. he kept coming in with his hands down, even watching it, I was like, what? And then, and then at one point he had to, to stop those body shots in the fourth round. But I was watching that going, why is he, like, they even said he's showing him no respect. Um, it, I, I say Stipe, third round, stop it. You put in the work training at the gym, on the court, at the track, wherever you go. You push your body to the limit. Now, maximize your results. Discover how to unlock your inner champion with Thorne's high-performance sports nutrition line. With the most comprehensive line of NSF certified for sport products on the market, Thorne is the unquestioned leader in both quality and innovation in sports nutrition. With pre-built fitness bundles like Thorne's training bundle, you can jumpstart your training and fitness routines and help take your performance to the next level. Don't trust your body to anything else. Choose the supplement brand with the extensive third-party testing and the highest level of certification recognized in pro sports. Choose Thorne, the official sports performance nutrition partner of the UFC. Visit Thorne.com and use the promo code UFC10. That's T-E-N for 10% off. That's promo code UFC10 and you get 10% off, and Matt and I get the credit, and that's all that matters. And we're back. UFC Unfiltered, myself, Phoenix Carnavale. What they don't know is when I said, before we got back, I was telling Phoenix, because I try to sound really like professional, I go, all right, we're going to be back in three, two, and I don't, I tell her, I don't, we don't say one, like it's like on a movie set. There's no reason for that. And there's no reason I, uh, to bring that up now. I appreciated it, though. It always makes me think of Wayne's World when they have a hard time doing it, and then they don't say it, and then they nod. The kids nowadays know what Wayne's World is. They're going to have to... No. Nope. They, they should Google it, and then they should find that thing on Netflix or Hulu or something and watch it. It was fun. Oh, it's one of, one of my faves. Yeah. Um, well, I'll so tell you, do you want to... Oh, wait, we're going to talk about what happened last night on uh, Dana White. Contender Series. series. Yes. I'll give a, I'll give a little, uh, well, listen, I'll let the, 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 the cat out of the bag. Five contracts. That's freaking insane. Oh, by yeah, the way, Wayne's but, World 2 sucked, by the way. Wayne's World 2 sucked. Wayne's World was great. Moments. Wayne's, do I hear a howling dog in the background? Do you? Do you have a dog? Max? Max? Never mind. Sorry, Max. Never mind. <laughs> Say hi to Matt Sarah, man. Oh, you got your dog, everybody. UFC. I'm going to explain for everybody who's listening through the radio uh, and not seeing that you just had your your dog make an appearance. That's Max. Yeah. Oh, Max He's is the cute. Best. 
He's the best. Uh, He's the best dog. Um, okay, so we were talking about Danny White, the contender yeah, series that he yes. gave out five contracts last night. Yeah. Five contracts that were deserved because it was a lot of finishes. Why, that and Dana had a great vacation, obviously. Because every time he's doing the thing, and he's like, oh, I'm in a great mood. I just got back from vacation. All I know is whoever's fighting on that show the next, you better just, just you know, you got, if you know that Dana's going to be going on a vacation. Yeah, then you, you set yourself book your, up. Book your debut on that. Because he sure. was in a great, what a great mood, Dana. It might be, like, it might Dana, be a not, good time. Not chubby, not chubby Dana, may I add you. Sometimes Dana's like me, can get a little chubby. And, and he does, I can goof on him. But, uh. I mean, not too hard. I, I need my fucking job. But he uh, he's looking like the fucking Hulk lately. Yo, DC's ready. Let's get him in here. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Hey, man, what's up? We can bang this out right now. You're you chilling. Yo, yo. What up, DC? You look like you're I'm traveling chilling. through space. Are you are you getting <laughs> shot into space? Is that a, is that a, like a pod? No, no, no. It's called... It's, it's called the cocoon. It's called the cocoon. It's like a recovery okay. deal. I'm doing a recovery day today. You look good. You look relaxed. And that thing, just for people that are listening, it, the cocoon. It's not cold. It doesn't look cold. No, it's warm. It's warm. Like it's warm, and it uh, it it vibrates like massages my back and legs while you sweat a little bit. You know, get out the bad toxins and everything. It's way too close to my face. They don't want to see me that close. Like, yeah. <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> like it just gets. It just gets all the bad toxins and everything. And, then, you know, when you get in the fight week, Matt, like Monday and Tuesday is almost like a regular training day. Lighter, of course, but you're still doing a lot of volume. So Wednesday morning, we've committed ourselves to way more recovery than I normally do. When it comes to, like, the sparring, I remember, like, Longo with myself would pull back a little where we'd be sparring – what, three days a week? And then I, then he pulled back a couple weeks before where I'm actually, like, itching to spar again. Does that – do you guys do anything similar to that? Because you don't mm-hmm. want to spar too close. I mean – or do you- yeah, So I I go on – I go on the final week I train. But then on Monday and Wednesday, I do a lot of, like, touching and pl- just kind of playing the game, right? It's like you're sparring. You put somebody in front of you, but you're not going hard. You're barely touching each other. Essentially, just going through the game plan. Mark Henry always says, dance your dance. That's what we always tell them. Dance the dance. Like, just dance the dance. Dance your dance. And so we go out there and we dance the dance. That, that's what I've done Monday, and that's what I did yesterday. Just went out there and, and got to the positions I'm hoping to get to in the fight. And uh, seeing the things that I think I'm going to see in the fight and just kind of implementing them with a now, live person. Even doing like this, the media day. This, I mean, listen, it's not always as pleasant as me and Phoenix here. It could be annoying. You know, you got your buddy Ariel you yes. got to fucking talk to and whatever else. Uh, you don't seem <laughs> sick of it. You don't seem like a guy that's like, all right, man, I had enough of this. Is it, are you enjoying it? Like, if this is, I mean, listen, there might be a question mark there. If this is your last dance, are you just enjoying the whole process, even the, even down to this kind of stuff, the media? Yeah, yeah, the entire process. I just love it, man. I love every part of getting ready for a fight. You know, like, 
my me doing the media, I understand that it's a part of what I do. That's what gets people interested. That's the intrigue. And it also allows you to make a connection. I want to make a connection to the people. I want to make a connection to the fans and, and let them know what my thoughts are as I get ready to go into the octagon. I mean, I enjoy every single part of fight week because, Matt, you know, we only have a number of them, right? Eventually, there are no more fight weeks. It, it's true. It's what, so true. Know? And I remember... Like, it, it's so funny because I remember, like, in my 20s, literally, there was a ramp back then, like, almost like Strife was. I used to just sprint to the cage, had my hat on backwards. It was like a street fight. But then as I got older, and it was, like, terrifying at the same time. But as I got older, I just enjoyed, in my 30s, I enjoyed the walk out. And I never used to enjoy the mm -hmm. walk out. Probably because I knew it was coming to an end, you know? Yes. Yeah, and you, you also, like, you live in these moments, right? Like, I live in these moments. I always have ran, ran to the octagon. But I think as I start to near the end, and I've, I've been aware of this for a few years now, right, where it's like enjoy every moment. You know, 2018, I was able to fight three times. That was the last time that my body could hold up to three training camps back-to-back. -back. But then last year I fought once against Stipe, and then this year I'm fighting against Stipe. So it's like – I'm just enjoying the process, enjoying the ride, and enjoying my chance to go out and compete against the best in the world. Because after a while, there are no more fights. There are no more walks. You know, we only have a certain amount of walks in our career. And this is my last one. When you hear people talk like this, you're like, man, is it? I, I, I'm not accepting this, DC. I don't want you to <laughs> tell me this is the last dance. But I will tell you this. I mean, Javier is saying that, you know, money is a very big driving force for you. And if there was a possibility that something cool comes up after this, that this might not be the last one. So where's your head at? You know, I've, I've been approaching this in the way that I've, I've said, you know, like, you know, I've had a long, great career. I fought a number of, of, of fights and um, Hob knows that I enjoy money. But again, <laughs> there's always, you know, it's always going to be more money because what else is there to pull you out of? that thought that you're going to be retiring, you know, it's going to have to be money. And I've made a lot of money in my career. I've been lucky. So um, I would have to be, cause, cause even if there was a bunch of money this time and I was able to go win again, well, who's to say there's not going to be more money to follow in time. Right. And now you're looking at yourself at 42 years old and you're the best in the world, but eventually you're not going to be the best in the world. So your legacy has to stay intact at some point and money can't be the driving factor all the time. So what is it that you listen to to make the decision? Do you listen to your body to make the decision? Like what makes you say, okay, this is it. This is my last one. You know, there's a big part of it. You know, that's a big part of it because as I told Matt just a second ago, 18, I was able to bust through three training camps and it weren't, it wasn't that hard, but I know what this last 12, 13 weeks has been for me. You know, I know that, it had to be 12, 13 weeks or I would not have been re ready to fight, you know? So it's a matter of, of just recognizing where you are physically and, and what your capabilities are. And if I was to continue fighting, I'd only be able to fight once a year, you know, because I know how taxing these training camps are on my body. And it's amazing when you try to do those same training camps, there's a point where I was always so physical with my camps that I remember I was getting ready for Matt Hughes and I wasn't too old. I was like 34, 35 and I'd start in a crucifix, I'd get out, I'd do 30 uh, suplexes with a big guy. I blew my fucking back out. I blew it out, man. I wasn't 35, yeah. I wasn't 25. And I had to really start to tailor my camps to my to me at 35. Did you, did you find that? Like, cause I know you guys at EKA, you know, you, you train hard, you spar hard and whatnot. 
you find when did you see that for you which would you have to make that change in your camps um you know so for me it was completely different right last year when i fought stipe i made those concessions in training camp to get to the fight like we have to tailor this towards how I'm feeling right now. We have to tailor this towards how I feel right now. When the reality is, in order to beat him, I can't tailor anything. I have to have one of those old school training camps. And so I said to myself, I have to train as if I did back in 15, 14, 16. And if that means I get hurt and don't make the fight, I accept that. Because if I do those things, I know that I'm prepared to fight to the best of my ability. Because what I did last time didn't work. And it's funny with that. Sometimes people are like, oh, less sparring, less this and that. It's like, yo, at the end of the day, you're fighting in a cage. Like, you know what I mean? It might sound great where you're like, all right, let's not spar as much. Let's not. And for some people, I understand, but you have to mimic what you're going to be dealing with on fight night. You have to, to a yeah. certain degree, you know? In order to fight, in order to fight and get ready for a fight, you got to fight. It's as simple as that. Simple when it comes that. to fighting Stipe now, you know, we always, you're hearing it in the media. Everybody was the escaping from the game plan, was, was going off the game plan. Do you think the, I'm just going to stand here and strike with this guy was out of the, 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 you know, getting tired? Or was it just like, I just like, you know, I'm getting that sort of grr part of you that just wanted to fight and punch him and stuff? You know, I like this. I like the stand up. It's it's, mm -hmm. it's actually the fun part of, of mixed martial arts. I enjoy jujitsu. I enjoy wrestling, but I think I fell in love with trying to knock him out because <laughs> I was able to knock him out the first time. And when the fight started and I was so able to hit him so easily, I figured at some point the knockout would come. Unfortunately, it didn't. And Stipe was more than prepared for everything I threw at him. You know, and I think Part of that was his physical shape, right? He lost a whole bunch of weight going into the rematch. He's going to be small again this time. But um, I think that's what saved him. You know, it saved him from getting that shot that put him out. And he did a good job. There's a – there's a, a, go ahead, Matt. Do you want to no, go? I no, I was just going to say, like, you're there's people you worry about, like, with their post-fight, like, career. You – nobody's worried about you. You're nope. phenomenal. With the, you got the commentary going for you. You got the analyst work. Your money at both. Is there anything that you have on a bucket list that you're, or, or maybe even another career path? When I'm not, if not, if it's not your last fight, you're gonna fight again, whatever. When you're finally done, I don't care if it's jumping out of a plane. What, what do you want? Is there something yeah. else that you, you're itching to do? Um, golf. I've really like taken an interest in golf. Yeah, like it's like I'm very bad at it now, and because I'm so <laughs> bad at it, I'm gonna commit myself to getting better. So I took a private lesson yesterday, and within an hour, the guy had fixed my swing a lot. So it made me better. In an hour, I got a little bit better. And I think golf is one of those things. But honestly, Matt, for me, what I want to do is, is, is TV stuff. And TV stuff outside of just mixed martial arts. You know, I don't need to be in just sport. And I think that with my personality and my ability to connect with people, I can do things on a grander stage. That would be fun, DC. We, we can have our own cooking show. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I would definitely do cooking with DC. And you're not talking about acting. You're talking about more of like a host of a show type of thing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I feel like my career is is uh, just getting started. And I, I, I've, I've been in contact with some people in a different sector of television that feel the same way. And I feel like we're going to continue to improve and build my, my, my resume and build my, 
my my status in the world outside of fighting and, and just across all sports. And I'm very excited about it. You know um, what I, so I wanted to ask you too? I, I noticed that you had mentioned you are talking about the recovery and how important it is, especially as you go into the later ages of fighting. The sport science has finally caught up to the MMA athlete. It's a phenomenal. Like you're in a tube right now. It's He's crazy. in a cocoon right now. Yeah, like how not like <laughs> that we're finally understanding the recovery part. And I know you had mentioned the aura ring, and I was seriously yes. considering buying one. And then I was like, all right, I might actually do this because DC is using it. Has it helped? And like, what do you experience with it? What is it? So, so the aura ring is a, it's a ring that's on the base of your, your, you wear it as a, on your finger and it has sensors in the bottom. So it, it reads your pulse at night, your heart rate. It reads your, it gives you your heart rate variability. Mm -hmm. it, it does your respiratory heart rate and it also measures all of your sleep. So I wear it to, to bed and, um, what it does is it tells me if I sleep very well, Matt, I'll get a sleep score. My sleep score will be 75 to 80. It tells me how much REM sleep I got. It tells me how much time I was awake in bed. It tells me how much deep sleep I got. It tells me how much light sleep I got. Yeah. And then all those things factor into telling me what my recovery is for the next day. So if my recovery, if my recovery index says 80, it says, let's go get it. If my recovery index says 60, it says, Maybe we should take it a little bit light today. And I also have all of my, Phoenix, I have all of my data goes to a, a, a uh, it goes to a, uh, a sports science building in Menlo up in Northern California. And they read all my data and they communicate to me what my day should look like. So it should be like, should day two after a very hard spar day and bike day look like more of a lighter day where we do more drills and more running and, it just, it, it, it's a great product. It's insane. You know, it's yeah, a, I'm gonna get it's one. It's a ring? It's an aura ring? Yeah. It's called an aura ring. It's called an aura ring. And honestly, in the middle of camp, I started to feel sick. And the aura ring started telling me that. It started to tell me that <laughs> my, my heart rate variability was much lower. Right. It told me that my resting heart rate was much higher. It told me that my body temperature was going up. The NBA is using it right now. Because if all those things factor in, you become a uh, a candidate to maybe have the COVID, mm -hmm. right? So it really does help uh, get an early uh, idea of, of people that are getting sick. Well, if I wore this aura, if I wore this aura ring when me and Mrs. Yeah. Sarah are bumping uglies, I mean, am I going to get a fucking? Your heart rate's going to. What am I going to get? Your heart rate is going to go through the roof, yes! Sarah. That's why I'm getting it. I want to see my score. I want to see my score <laughs> with me and my wife. Hey, Matt. Hey Matt, you get one of those aura rings, you wear it one night after you do it, check your sleep the night before and tell me if you sleep better the following night after you have one of those. Deal. Definitely. Deal. I should have wore it last night. I was having a heart attack. I got to <laughs> do cardio. Listen, <laughs> DC, we're in a cocoon. You got a big fight coming up. We're not going to keep you. I am. I'm going to be there, man. I'm going to be there with Marab. I'll see you. I'll give you one of the elbows. I just saw Marab in the hotel. I love Marab. I love oh, Marab. There's not one person that, that talks to him that does not love him. He's just such a happy yeah, guy. Great. And that's going to be a great fight. Great card. You and Stipe, the trilogy. Is it your last fight? We don't know. They better watch because it might be. I'm super excited. Yeah. DC, man. It's going to be a fantastic fight. Two of the best fighters of all time. 
We will determine the greatest heavyweight mixed martial arts hat history on Saturday. Tune in. It is going to be phenomenal. That's it. All right, You're the champ. best, DC. Thank you, DC. I'll see you soon. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank Take you. Take care, buddy. Later. We were talking about it before. Can you put him in one of the greatest heavyweights in all time? Can you put him in that category, even though he hasn't fought as many people as Stipe has? But oh, if you I beat think, the I best, then you're considered the best, yeah, right? You look at some of the guys he beat, though, and the way he beat them down, even back in strike when strike force. Strike I mean, look at that, you know. The only reason we might not, uh, we might not ever know that because if he would have just stayed at heavyweight, who knows how his career would have been? Right. Because he was doing that because he was he went down because of uh, out of respect Kane. for uh, Kane. Kane Velasquez, Velasquez. yeah. And uh, you know he's just phenomenal. Besides that one fight with the last fight, and then it's a fight that. He didn't exactly get his ass handed to him. He was in that no. last fight with Steve Bay. It's going to be so great, Phoenix. I'm so happy I'm going to be there, you know? Oh, good, good. That'll be great. I just put that in your face. I'm sorry. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Phoenix, like, what else I'm, are you? I'm definitely watching it. Let's, uh, it's pay-per-view 252, right? It's 252? Of course it is. This weekend. It's at the Apex Center. I, I don't mind the fights without a, a crowd, you know? But I listen, again, pay-per-view... This weekend, 2.52, all right? It starts at, uh, you know, check your local listings. I don't know. Listen, I'm going <laughs> to see Phoenix. I just like to give a proper plug at the end. I know. I know. Fantastic. It's just, it's, it's like one of those cards that I will definitely make sure I walk the dog and everything before so I don't miss anything. Every fight looks amazing, you know? Yep. And uh, Marab is, I'm, I'm so excited for Marab. You know, his, uh, Dodson's a great, great fighter. And this is the his biggest fight to date. So I'm excited for my guy. You know Moving I mean? on up. Yeah. Moving on up. All right. So listen, I will I'll, we'll catch up soon. I wanna you gotta come back more often. Do you have anything else to plug in your podcast or anything? Uh no, I'm just doing a bunch of fitness stuff right now. If you need a massage gun, the nimble massage gun is so dope. Like I'm just using it. Recovery is my big thing nowadays, doing a lot of sports science related yeah. thing. And I shot a cheesecake commercial in the house. So if you're watching Hulu and there's like me making a cheesecake, uh, yeah, that's me. You're moving <laughs> on up. You know, from I am. I just I just need a good agent. I just need another agent, you know. Yeah. But so if there's Maybe an agent out there, I'll get an, I'll get an agent. No, I don't need. Shocked I don't. That you don't have an agent. I don't um, do anything. I yes, just, you do. I, I, you know what I do? I do the same thing in all my jobs. I just, I just be me for better or worse. And sometimes I flex. Badagoo! All right, listen. Hey, Did you want to? Oh my goodness! I shouldn't have. I, should, <laughs> I shouldn't have put out my gun. Look at that. You've been working out a lot, and all. Yeah. What else do we have to do during this? Well, thing? I mean, I started drinking. Nothing heavy. No but way. I started drinking a couple, a couple of beers. My wife gets these grapefruit beers, these German beers, and they're so fucking delicious. And uh, Be careful I with have, that. I know because I'm getting a little, I get a little chubby. They, yeah, you, know? the, you get, you get, uh, it's it, beer ups your estrogen. Oh that's why you shit. get the boobs. Oh, I don't want no, I don't want no too boobies. Much beer. You know, I don't, I'm not a big. No, listen, people drink. You're talking about people who are drinking a six pack a day. Every other day, I have a beer or two. You know. Don't look down on me, you know. I d no judgment. It's delicious. It's summertime. <laughs> I'm not a raging alcoholic. No All right, listen. Hey, Phoenix, so much fun, buddy. <laughs> I will definitely no. talk to you shortly. Tell you, tell Vic I said goodbye. And what you doing? I will. Maximus. You tell Matt. Oh, Matt, that's funny. I just told my wife we got. She never seen Gladiator in, in its entirety. 
You oh, know? you got to. You I have told to. her. We got to see that. You have to watch the classics. Rewatch some classics. We're doing Back to the Future this week. So, yeah. Gotta rewatch kids, the classics. It's so funny how the first one was so good and the other two were kind of, eh, eh, yeah. You know, hoverboard my <laughs> ass. All right, listen, Phoenix, take care, buddy. I'll talk See to you, you later, soon. Matt. Enjoy the fights Ciao. this weekend. I will. Bye. Bye. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.